two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. I'm your host, Daniela. Stay tuned every Monday morning for new episodes. Interested in becoming a part of our community? You can find us on Instagram at Making Sense of Success. Stay tuned for future episode series and pod weeks. Email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com or shoot us a DM if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Thanks for tuning in and joining our journey. Enjoy this episode. Welcome, Renee, to Making Sense of Success. Happy Saturday morning. I know it's a little bit earlier where you are. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice Saturday morning here. It's a little bit of overcast, but still really nice. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, LA, California. <laughs> yeah. I just see it in my head. I'm like here in Ottawa and it's raining out. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you want to give a little bio about yourself so our listeners can get to know you a bit more? Yes, I would love to. So I am a holistic health practitioner. Um, I use Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, um, naturopathy. I use, um, you know, functional lab testing to really find root causes of imbalance in the human body. And I take that information to naturally heal people and whatever they're suffering with. And you know, it's really important to find the root cause of any symptoms that someone's having in their body because a lot of Western medicine today really, you know, puts a Band-Aid on it and covers it up with prescription medication, with, you know, like use this cream to heal your eczema, with, you know, take birth control to fix your hormones. Um, And I honestly... I'm so for finding what's actually causing the problem within you and healing that so that you never have to deal with that and the symptoms that come with it ever again. Which is amazing. Like I, I'm kind of starting to follow more of that path, to be honest. Um, I think growing up there wasn't, there weren't maybe enough resources or anything for like, at least for me, um, to look into, like, the ingredients for things that I was putting into my body. Like, I was somewhat more mindful just because my mother was like that. She was always mindful of what we were using. But as a teenager and, like, an early preteen, if you want to call that, um, that age, I kind of, you know, you just kind of be like, okay, whatever. I Like, I don't really feel any side effects. There's nothing, you know, like, nothing's harming me, you'd think, right? Um, 
100%. In reality, you know, like there's so many ingredients. And I think now even like they're just letting more and more ingredients that could be potentially harmful to your body like come out or like they don't have enough research behind them to back them up that they are safe. Um, But yeah, it's kind of scary. So I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah, 100%. I was actually just cleaning out my bathroom the other day. Mm -hmm. And I was reading some of the ingredients of products that I used to use also in my teens and my preteens. And there are so many chemicals in them that really, really harm um, the human body and cause cancer and are really detrimental to hormones and fertility and things like that. And now as somebody who can read those labels and really identify what's good and what's bad, I'm in shock. And it kind of gives me more insight as to why I went through what I went through and, and kind of how I got there. Right. And I mean, I don't like, it's just lately for some reason I've been super, um, on to like looking up the products I'm using, right. And trying to see like, what's like the worst ingredient in them. And I don't know why I just always get scared. And then I see like, even if it's just one, right. And the, the websites that I use, they rank them from like a one being like green, like, okay. That, that's, um, I guess safe to use or like, the safest um, use chop, until 10. Think dirty. Is that it? Um, I think so. Yeah. It's, there's one that's EWG skin deep. And then the other one is the, yeah. Think dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love EWG. The Think Dirty is a really good app to keep on your phone. Yes. Um, if you're shopping, if you're out and about, and you want to just quickly check a product. Yeah, exactly. That app. When I'm at Sephora, like that's all. It's all I'm on. Yeah, and for me, I find like I haven't even really been able to shop at Sephora like after being exposed to all that, just because I find like for me, it's just shocking to see brands right that are like sometimes worth hundreds of dollars their products. Yeah. And they still yeah. use fragrance and stuff. Like, so I just, for me, it doesn't add up. So I just kind of get frustrated and give up. I totally agree with you. It, it seems sometimes that the products that are healthier for you are, are actually the cheaper ones. Yeah. And something else that I've learned about the cosmetic industry is that a lot of these brands are uh, manufactured by the same manufacturer. So a lot of them have the exact same formulas whether they're more expensive or less expensive, um, they're all kind of the same thing. And when you go for, you know, the more natural, newer brands that, you know, leave out the fragrance, leave out the preservatives, leave out all the kind of nasty chemicals that are bad for your body, those products have different manufacturers. And that's what's the key to their ingredient list. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's also finding those, right? Because a lot of the time I find the things that people are recommending to aren't always the safest, right? Um, Because a lot of the time, I know people lean on science, which is a great tool, but um, at the same time, right, sometimes there's limited data on things. So you can't for sure say, right, in the long term, what the side effects are going to be of some of those ingredients, which to me is scary. It might not scare some people. Uh, My sister, I know, for example, she's a lot more in the moment. She's like, oh, well, it's fine. Like, I'm here now. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I can't see it that way. But, um, yeah, I feel like I'm like- even right now I'm looking for a new moisturizer. I'm all into that and <laughs> spending my day and night researching that. But I've kind of even thought about maybe I should just try like whipped raw shea butter. Maybe that's the way to go. That's like the most it's- raw form. Yeah. It's really good for your skin. Uh, I, 
I have a recommendation if you're open to it. Yeah, absolutely. Brand Evan Healy. They're an all organic skincare line and they have this rosehip oil that I put on my face and it kind of gives you the same glow as a vitamin C oil will give you. Like that, like kind of like orange tinty, Uh really glowy, pretty look. And it's all organic and it's natural and I love it. I totally recommend that. Oh, that's awesome. No, I'll definitely look into that. Thank you. That's a great, (laughs) it's a great recommendation. (laughs) I needed that. Um, but yeah, I, we can dive into it in a sec. Uh, I'd love to get more into your story, but there's, um, kind of two main questions we ask just to get started. And one of them would be, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received or given someone? I think the best piece of advice I've ever received is that you create your own reality. So what you think, what you act, what you feel you create. And I think that that mentality has really allowed me to kind of shift out of my comfort zone because I think I was totally living in my comfort zone for the first 20 years of my life, as many people do. Um, And with with the thought that you create your own reality, it kind of allowed me to take myself out of that victimization mindset that you know, a lot of people get stuck in and allowed me to, you know, escape that and take responsibility for my life and really create the life that I wanted to live. And, you know, in a way manifest the reality that I wanted. So whether it be, you know, in my health or my career or my relationships or in, you know, anything I was really going through, I would always keep that, that piece of advice in my mind. Like you create your reality. If you want something to be good, it will be good. If you want to change something about this aspect of your life, you have the power to, you are not stuck anywhere. You are not a victim of your circumstances. Like life happens for you, not to you. And when you understand that you really, really feel powerful And you really feel like, all right, like I got this. This is my life and I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm truly, truly going to live and feel blissful about every, every moment of it. Right. Which is really a mindset change too, right? That I think plays a really big part in it. It's like flipping the script and you, and that comes from within. You kind of have to make like what you were saying, you have to make the choice to do that. Um, And that kind of links to something that I've actually been exploring throughout, like, all of this pandemic is, I've just kind of taken on this thing of, like, why not me? Why couldn't I do that? Why couldn't Mm -hmm. I be that person? Because it's what you're saying. Like, it's all in the power of your hands to be able to make those things happen. Um, And it comes down to you to make the decisions to be able to start that journey or whatever. And I don't know about yourself, but for me, it's always kind of, my issue's been, like, starting things. I have a hard time starting something. So I procrastinate it. Um, But it's once you get started, you know, things start like to get going. So it's really taking that time, taking that initiative to be like, okay, I'm going to start today. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. I love that mindset. Something I found that's really helped me with starting things is that, you know, sometimes the human mind, whenever you set a long-term goal, like, all right, like in the next few weeks, I'm going to do this. And, and then that's how you kind of procrastinate and you leave it until the last minute. If you set 
a day-to-day goal. Like today I am going to work out for 15 minutes. Like that's it. Just today. I have, that is my goal for today. Not like in three weeks, I'm going to lose X amount of weight. Like today I'm going to move my body in a way that feels good for 15 minutes. And you complete that same goal every day for those three weeks. Like you will gain health. Does that make sense? Like absolutely. And I I was just thinking about it too, because it's, that's very like digestible, if that makes sense. Um, Like for someone when they're living their day to day, right? That's something like that you can do. It feels achievable. Whereas, you know, when you're putting like those kind of more pressure, that like more pressure and um, those harsh, harsher kind of goals, you know, that I guess they kind of seem a little bit harder to attain, right? But when you break it down on a day by day basis and make it kind of just something on your to do list, you know, that you check off, um, it, it's, it's a lot more attainable, I feel like, and a less, a, a lot less pressure, like, on yourself and maybe even your mental health, you know? Yeah, totally, 100%. It's it's just easier. It feels yeah, better. Exactly. I think I'm, I'm going to take on that tip. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate all your advice. <laughs> well, I love you. Let's work out together after yeah. we're done. <laughs> Um, and then the other question links to, obviously, this podcast, <laughs> what it's all about, but... Do you think your definition of success has changed over time? And if so, what would it be? Absolutely. 100%. Um, this, I feel like the definition, my definition of success really ties into my story and what I've been through. So growing up, you know, growing up in LA, it's very common to enter certain industries that are very common, whether it be acting, whether it be in the film industry, or whether it be in something like real estate. Real estate, especially in the community that I'm from, is like, all right, you either do the A, B, or C, and one of those things is real estate. And so I kind of dropped my truest passions, which we're always about medicine to pursue a career in real estate because that's what I believe that success was. I believe that, all right, everyone thinks being a real estate agent is success. I'll do it. Like I want to be successful. I'll do it. And I pursued a career in it and I worked for one of the best real estate agents in LA, but I was so deeply unhappy like I I remember getting into my car after a stressful long work day and crying like so unhappy like people would come up to me at our at our open houses and be like listen if you're if you're going to quit soon please like here's my phone number please call me like I want to work for the agent you work for and I felt so pressured I felt like if I quit this job that's making me severely unhappy, I'm not going to be a successful person ever. And that's when, you know, a myriad of health problems started to happen to me. I began to kind of enter a black hole where I just really, really didn't feel healthy in my body. I, you know had a bad relationship with food, I began to lose 
all of my hair in a way that like, you know, I, I was, I was, I had 50% of my hair gone and I fell so deep into sadness. I wouldn't call it depression, but I would call it sadness. And this place where I was so unsatisfied and unhappy with the way that I was living my life. And that got so much worse when I would go to doctors and say like, Hey, what's going on with me? Like I've lost half my head of hair. I am sluggish. I am tired. I, you know, have like skin problems. I'm not feeling well. I just don't feel like Renee. I don't feel like myself. Like, like how can I fix these problems? And they would put me under testing and they would, I would see this doctor, that doctor. And it finally came to the point where I went to the best hair specialist in LA and he straight to my face tells me like, you have female balding. You're not going to grow your hair back. This is permanent. And you can take this prescription medication if you want it to slow down. But I'm just hoping you're not planning on getting pregnant anytime soon, right? And I'm like, no, I'm 23 years old. I'm, I don't, I, I'm 20. Sorry. I don't. And he's like, okay, good. I go home, I research this medication and I see that it causes birth defects in your children. And it wasn't until I found a naturopathic doctor that guided me towards the right direction and said, those tests that they're doing on you weren't, weren't reliable. Like this is the test you have to do. And I found out all of the underlying conditions that came out and, and showed themselves when I underwent that stress in my job. And I found herbalism and I found lifestyle changes and nutrition and anti-stress methods and meditation and yoga. And I became certified as a yoga instructor. And I really, really started to shift my mindset and my lifestyle. And I healed myself. And I grew all of my hair back and I got fit and I got happy and everything started to fall into place for me. So I quit my job and I told myself that I would never, ever, ever, ever allow any other human being to go through that process of being pressured into what they believe success entails and to believe that the struggles and the problems that they're going through are permanent because I've learned that nothing in life is permanent. Everything is temporary and, you know, everything is, has the ability to shift into what you want it to be. So now I think that my definition of success is aligning with who you are in every way possible, in every category of your life. Acting and thinking and just being who you truly are deep inside. Whether that means that, you know, you shift out of a career that doesn't align with 
who you want to be, with the person that you want to show up as, whether that means you leave a relationship that, you know, doesn't make you happy, whether that means you heal a, a problem that you have in your body, a health problem that doesn't allow you to feel the way that you want to feel. Like, like that's true success for me, being alive, surrendering to life's beauty and, and taking responsibility and being the highest version of yourself. Wow. And I, and I thank you for sharing that story because I know it must not be easy, but I'm so happy it's gotten you to this point where you are and that you're able to spread this message because uh, I'm sure even now it'll reach someone that needs to hear that. It's, yeah. it's not something that's always easy to come to terms with, right? Especially if you put a, a lot of hard work into getting into a certain career, right? Um, yeah. Whether it be standardized tests or even achieving a certain like grade point or whatever it be to get into any career. You know, there are steps that for a lot of them that it does take and a lot of hard work. But at the end of the day, knowing um, how to prioritize your health and your well-being is key. So I'm so glad that you're here to spread that message. Yeah, of course. It's it's scary, honestly. It's really scary to lay your life out on the table for people to hear and be so vulnerable. But at the end of the day, I, my biggest goal in life is to help people. My biggest goal in life is to share my story and let people know that they don't have to settle in their comfort zone. And it's okay to be different and it's okay to be vulnerable and to change and to share what you've been through. And it's not something that is embarrassing or, or, you know, going to affect the way you live. Right. And, and I think that's also, you know, like what you're saying is you're really prioritizing that too, though, like your way of life, even beyond health, which is a really important aspect, but even just the way you live your day-to-day -day life. Um, just because, yeah, being in a job, right, that makes you unhappy and causes you so much, I guess, harm internally, right? But even, like, how that can lead to, like, your health being an issue, right? Uh, or being, yeah, at, at risk. That, wow, it's, it's, a, it's scary to think of. And also that... Um, doctors right it's not always the right approach that they take like a lot of the time we do trust our doctors and um I think that's good but also knowing that you could be open to other like remedies right or other ways of healing yourself is another important aspect to note of 100% I agree I think that western medicine is is the best medicine in the world for life or death and emergency situations I think that we're, we're unprecedented in, in those methodologies. But I think that before you, you know, go under like that, that rabbit hole of prescription medication and surgery and, and listening to people who have been trained a certain way, who have been trained to, you know, prescribe you things and have been trained to treat your chronic conditions for the rest of your life without really healing them is it there's there's steps to take before that there are there are natural remedies for uh, almost everything 
there are lifestyle changes. There is something in your environment. There is something in your lifestyle, whether it be your nutrition or your stress or your sleep or your exercise or, um, you know, toxicity in your environment. There is something that's, that is causing imbalances in your body. And once you remove those things, you can achieve health. And that's the methodology that I use in my coaching program that I give to clients all around the world who just want to get educated and just want to learn about like, why are we as a human population so unhealthy and what can we do to achieve better health? Right. Because nowadays it can even be something as like simple of what you're feeding your body, you know? Um, I know, for example, this isn't applicable to everyone, but there are some people, right, that switch from coffee even, right, to matcha just because, whether it be for their anxiety or their stress levels, right, matcha doesn't give them that same, I guess, spike um, of energy, which can lead to kind of more anxious uh, feelings. Um, so it's, yeah. it's, sim- it's things as simple as that, right, that are in your daily routine that could make the biggest difference in the long term. For sure. For sure. Little shifts like that are so important and starting somewhere is so important. It's, it's, it's hard to start. Like we were saying before, like you were, like you were saying, it's hard to get motivated. It's hard to, it's hard to leave that comfort zone of like, all right, I, I wake up in the morning and I down a huge mug of coffee and I eat eggs and bacon and bread and cheese And I go to my nine to five job where I'm sitting slouched over a laptop all day and I come home and I, and I immediately lay on the couch and I watch Netflix and I order Postmates and I go to sleep. That is a routine that unfortunately too many people have gotten stuck in. And once you're there, it is so hard to leave. It's so hard. It's the hardest thing because you don't have to try and do anything when you're in that routine. You're just, you're glued to a screen all day. You're addicted to processed foods. You are addicted to the stress in a way because stress is very addictive. And the first step is just being conscious that, you know, maybe this isn't how I should live. Maybe this isn't the best way for me to live my entire life. Cause you know, you only get one life you, and you have to make the best out of it. And there's something to be said about all of these entrepreneurs that are killing it in their industries. Like they, they, they've made innovational products and apps and, and, you know, consumer items that are all practicing yoga and meditation. All of them, almost all of them ever. Like it's crazy. And there's something to be said about that, that all of these incredible entrepreneurs really, really take, you know, veganism or mindfulness, or they, they take time to go on a walk without their phone or, they spend time away from technology. Like, like we should, we should be watching them. Right. And I was even thinking about what we were just talking about a minute ago with 
um, like being glued to your screen, right? Like your the technology yeah. around us. Um, with the pandemic, I don't think it's become any easier either. Like for example, I was telling you earlier, right? I, I work from home, so I'm literally I, I haven't spent this much time in my room ever <laughs> in my life. I don't think. Um, but I'm literally in my room almost, I wouldn't say 24-7, but a lot of the time, right? Because that's where, like, I was able to find, like, a workspace that for myself when I have meetings and everything. Um, but it's like you're literally stuck. So yeah. I guess what, what advice would you give people like myself, right, who kind of, um, like, little things, I guess, to add into their day, right, to kind of prevent that pattern from happening or be- becoming stuck, I guess, like that in the long term. Because hopefully this pandemic will end at one point and we'll be able to kind of get out of this uh, thing of being so glued and um, that gray kind of area of work-life balance. But I guess what, yeah, what tips would you have? Yeah, for sure. That's that's an amazing question. I think that something really, really simple to incorporate into your day is a morning and night routine. So I'd say set aside one hour in the morning. If that means you have to wake up earlier, wake up earlier. Set aside an hour in the morning to wake up and don't touch your phone. (laughs) That's the first thing to do. Don't touch your phone. Wake up and really, really just sit with your thoughts. What I like to do is I pour a glass of warm lemon water, I pick up my favorite book, and I read a few pages just to set me on the right path, and I sit. And I like to, if I can go outside, go outside, sit in nature, and just observe. And, you know, I read in an amazing book by Eckhart Tolle, that if you just observe nature in the mornings and really, really appreciate like a bird, I know it sounds weird, but like appreciate a bird that's and, and, and really watch it, like you will appreciate the beauty of life. And so my favorite thing to do, if it's too cold, I'll just look out the window, but I'll sit with a warm drink and I'll just observe. I'll observe nature and it'll, it's really grounding. It's really, really grounding. And then once you start work and you're stuck in your room, which can be very difficult, set a timer on your phone once every hour to get up and A, stretch for five minutes and B, just take a walk around your block and come back. Um, Human beings are not meant to be seated. It's, It's biologically proven. Our bodies evolutionarily are meant to constantly be on the move. Think about people who were, you know, back in the days in in tribes when they're constantly moving around and they're hunting and they're gathering and, and, you know, home wasn't one place for them. They're constantly moving around. Our bodies were built to always be on our feet, always be able to move around and be on the go. And now that we've been sitting and we've been living such a sedentary lifestyle, our, our, our spines are literally changing. They're, they're, our discs are binding together. People have back problems. People have knee problems. Your legs are not supposed to be bent like that all the time. 
Um, it's so important to get up, stretch, take a walk around your block once an hour, once every 30 minutes, whatever you can do and stay very, very hydrated throughout the day. And when you're going to bed, something really nice to do is to do a brain dump because with these like work from home jobs, it's, 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 it's very stressful and it has caused a lot of people. I've seen it a lot in my clients that people have gotten a lot of anxiety. People have, you know, gotten all of these mental blocks that now they're trying to, to kind of cover with like food and with shopping and with, you know, like flirting with people and just distracting themselves from these emotional blocks that have now arisen from them having to stay in their homes all day. If before you sleep, you open a journal and you just brain dump for five minutes, write whatever is on your mind. It's so therapeutic and it's really, really, it's really helpful in just releasing. You release whatever like you took in that day. And you don't take it with you the next day. And I think that those three things are a really good method to kind of reverse all the problems that come with like working from home and sitting behind a laptop all day. Absolutely. I completely agree. And one of them that like resonated with me most just because like I've had it kind of more firsthand in that way um, was the being more active, like going around your blogging even if it's once an hour so often uh, getting up and stretching because last year for example I was still in university and we also didn't have this pandemic but um, I noticed I guess I was walking around even if I didn't go work out that day it would be 10,000 steps a day just between my like commuting and walking from class to class or going to work etc and now it's just gone down to maybe a tenth of that it's really sad just because I don't really have to leave my house right as much, but I've noticed the changes. And for the first time I've actually experienced some like knee issues recently. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's sad just cause you don't, you don't even notice it. Right. It just comes all at once. Then that you it, like, it's something that happens to you. Right. Even like your story, what we were talking about, it happens to you personally. You um, feel that issue of health or um, experience it. And for me, it just happened to be my knee having knee pain and stuff but yeah I've never had any of those issues until now where I've been sitting all the time yeah oh that must be really hard it's a lot better just because I've taken care of it right but it's it's things you don't even notice right or think would happen um and even small things like that just not walking as much in the day which I was just part of my normal routine right I didn't notice it until like now where I've just been walking maybe like 2,000 steps a day or a thousand sometimes like it's um yeah so I really appreciate you giving all those pieces of advice they're really great tips and I know I will take them personally (laughs) um, don't beat yourself up if you don't achieve a certain amount of steps a day or or you don't have the ability to get up and walk every hour that's okay like life is a work in progress. There's never perfection. And just the fact that Daniela, you're, you're aware that you should be moving more. Like that's, that's it. Like you'll, you'll make the effort when you can. 
Right, and I think that's the hard thing too, right? Is it's like it's always going to like starting for me something, but it's um yeah. it's making that time for yourself to do it as well, right? Um I find now I put like I try to put things into my calendar at work, right? So I don't get scheduled ideally during that time, right, for a meeting or anything. Um, yeah. but but it's doing that as well like taking that initiative to be able to make the time for yourself to do it and prioritizing it like you're saying um but it's it's definitely a good tip because those are simple things that you can integrate into your day yeah definitely very simple and easy things well thank you for bringing those up and thank you so much for taking the time to come on i'm gonna ask you one last deep question and um, yeah. totally take a moment to think about it if you need to but the question is what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? Wow, great question. I want the listeners to take away two words. Don't settle. Like, don't ever settle in your comfort zone. Whether it be in your health, career, relationships, like, if you don't feel absolutely blissful about something in your life, change it. And there's two ways to do that. You can make a complete shift and remove it. That could look like a career change. That could look like removing what you're, you're settling with. But secondly, if that's not possible, just shift your mindset about it. Ask yourself, what can you learn? How can you grow? And what plan can you create to shift this in the next few weeks or months? And ask for help if you need it. So many people are there to support you. Health practitioners, family, friends, um, coworkers. There's there's people there for you. And when you set out to make that change that's beneficial to who you are, you will change the world. Life will fall into place for you. Opportunities and paths will appear that will would not have appeared prior. And you know you have the option to make your own decisions and hold yourself responsible for your life. And then you truly, truly, truly live. And it feels really good. So get out of your comfort zone, do what you want to do and make a change. I think that's a beautiful message. And thank you so much for sharing that, Renee. Well, thank you so much for having me on. This was an incredible experience. Oh, I'm so glad. And did you want to share your socials so that people can find you and connect with you? Yes, so I'm mainly on Instagram. My handle is at Holistic Healing LA. And you can find um, my website there and all of my information there and all my cool posts. I do a lot of posts about health, a lot of posts about lifestyle. And um, it's really cool. I love doing it. And I'm excited to share more. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. 
Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 